Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's been a Murphy's Law kind of week here in the Coppins household, apparently also in the Oni household. It's a Friday. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. This is Critical Thinking. All right. First things first, I'm going to get this out of the way. Congratulations to your Ohio State Buckeyes on beating my Badgers like I told you they will, ye of little faith. Hey, hey, is this one of those instances where I'm I'm very happy to be wrong? I'm sh- a little shocked that they beat Wisconsin. I'm especially shocked that they beat Iowa yesterday. That's because you apparently have not been paying attention to how well your Buckeyes have played in the last week and a half of the season. What have I always told you about the tournament time of the year? Whoever is I mean, hot, that- bet on them. And and they're they're also beating Michigan State by seven right now. So and a half, right? Uh, not quite. There's not, uh, just over six minutes left. Ah, good, good. Yeah, that's not surprising to me. Um, we almost saw Rutgers take down Purdue in the first game of uh, the quarterfinals today. Which, wow. Um, the NCAA or the NCAA, the Big Ten tournament has been, I think, all but one game so far. Well, all but two now, but. Heading into today's action, all but one game was an upset. All yeah, I was actually surprised Penn State beat Illinois. Not totally surprised by that. Illinois has got some health issues and things like that. But notwithstanding, um, <clears throat> this is a loaded conference, top to bottom, as we saw, right? Uh, Minnesota nearly pull off, pulled off the uh, all upset, upset <laughs> scenario. Um <laughs> To, uh, it was just crazy the first two days of the tournament. Uh, so congratulations to your Buckeyes. I, I will tip the cap. Um, I hope you go far. I, I can't stand Michigan State. I, I really can't, mainly because I cannot stand their fans. But that's notwithstanding. Um, Don't you have like a sister-in-law or something that went to Michigan State? Yes, I do. I still don't like Michigan State. Okay, I'm just, just checking. Just checking. So. Yeah. Yeah, I find most of their fan base to be rather obnoxious and terrible. Like, just no, 
know. If you've ever been around enough of them, just know. All right. With that having been said, um, it's been a Murphy's Law kind of a week. I've been sick. And then, uh, as I said to you, Pat, uh, is it bad that I've been awake since 1.30 in the morning <laughs> the other day? Uh, yeah, it was yeah, a little brutal. bit. It was a little brutal. bit. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. That, that, that was part whatever the hell was going on health-wise and then our, our wonderful neighbors upstairs. Uh, <sighs> but all that notwithstanding... Oh, yeah, yeah, we still got that problem going on. But all that notwithstanding, we are here with you, um, bringing you our wonderful program today. And normally we give you the best of the week because we like to start off sunshiny and bright on a fish fry Friday, but we're going to go with the worst of the week, and there's a definite reason for this, Pat. Um, and I'm going to go with your worst of the week first. And uh, why don't you let people know what your worst story or the worst take of the week is? So... I, I can't even believe I, like this one fell into my lap with the other day. And I just, it's one of those where you just kind of shake your head and you want, you almost want to cry mm -hmm. because how could this possibly be a story? Uh, Maryland Democrats from, you know, the, the, the not so great state of Maryland. And for anybody that's in our audience that uh, is from Maryland and is offended by that. Um, not sorry, get out. Trust me. But Maryland Democrats, uh, would uh, like to block people from under 25 from being charged for felony murder. The uh, Maryland Democrats are pushing a bill in the legislature that would prevent anyone under the age of 25 from being charged with felony murder. Democrat uh, delegate. Charlotte, delegate uh, Charlotte Crunchfield introduced into the Maryland General Assembly the Youth Accountability and Safety Act, which would prohibit person a person younger than 25 at the time of the offense from being convicted of first-degree murder under the state's felony murder provisions. Under those provisions, murder is classified as being first-degree if it was committed during a uh, perpetration or attempted perpetration of several specific crimes, such as rape, arson, robbery, burglary, carjacking, and other serious offenses. But the Crunchfield proposal, which has the support of several Democrats co-sponsors, anyone under the age of 25 who murders someone trying to commit one of these other crimes couldn't be charged with first-degree murder, a crime that is a crime that in Maryland carries life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. So wait a minute. Um, what is this bad? Yes, Pat, that is terrible, horrible, no good. For so <clears throat> I'm going to guess the logic behind this is that they're going to argue that your full brain development doesn't happen until the age of 25. Yes, Mr. Padoni. Um, Andrew Coppins, um, when you were uh, two years old, did you know it was bad to kill somebody? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing out an arbitrary number, but I'm just saying, well before the age of 25, you knew it was bad to kill somebody. Correct, correct, correct. So so in other words, you, you know it's bad, you know it's wrong, and uh, you're under the age of 25. Do you really need full brain development to understand? No. no. Okay. I rest my case. If you have the ability to discern right from wrong, period, amen, that mm -hmm. is the point in time in which you lose the ability to claim uh, victimhood here. 
I mean, we've even seen cases across the country before where, where even juveniles are, are tried as an adult. Right. That's my like point. That. So right. if you're 12 years old and you, and you know what you're doing with a gun and you decide to pop one off on somebody and you kill them, right. you, you get to, you know, you're going to get punished and you deserve to go to federal pound me in the rear end prison. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not sorry on that. There are consequences. There's a hope that you can be rehabilitated, right? If you're 12 years old, chances are your life is not over for committing this act. But you have a serious, serious problem on your hand. And I can't take these people seriously, Pat, because these are the same Democrats who in Maryland, specifically in Maryland, are telling us that 16 and 17-year-olds need to be able to vote in elections. You're telling me their brain is not fully developed enough to be charged with murder, but they're capable of making literally life-and-death decisions on a municipal, local level, on a state level, on a federal level in the future? What? You cannot have it both ways. So either a 16 and 17-year-old is functioning enough to be able to um, vote in elections. Their brain is so developed that they have the ability to critically think, right? And to be able to, to know whom they should be voting for or against or what an issue is and that so they can discern, right? There's mm. discernment in a 16 or 17-year-old enough to vote, but, but they're not capable of handling the discernment of should I kill somebody or not? Yeah. I can't take you seriously. Uh, I, I, I just have one additional question to this. For those that are pushing this bill in Maryland, and because and I, I, can, I can pretty much guarantee that, you know, we, we could see similar things like this in other states, especially blue states, right? Mm -hmm. Full of activists, yes. How do you share a country like this or, or, or share, share a country when people do stuff like this with these people. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Pat, because I think that's a good segue into my worst of the week. And I could not decide between two of them. So I'm going to let you, Pat, decide which is my worst of the week. But I'm going to okay. play them for you and you can make a decision. First up, do you want the view or the AT&T? Oh, let's get the view out of the way. All right, here we go. Here's Jane Fonda, of all people, that wonderful human being, on The View. We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. That's number one on this list, Pat. Okay. I'm going to move on to... Um, 
I would suggest one of the most iconic commercial ladies of all time, Lily from AT&T. Oh, um, wait, sorry, before you unfollow me, I um, just really want you to know that I also believe Black Lives Matter and that money should be allocated from the police into communities. And uh, climate change is real. Uh, universal health care is the answer. Um, I believe in removing money from politics. I have had an abortion. Um, and I support every birthing person's right to have one. Um, and what else? Oh, refugees are welcome here. I've been working for about the past eight years to make sure that refugees feel safer and have more of what they need in the world. Um, also, I believe people are inherently good inside. And um, tell me you're a terrible person without telling me you're a terrible person. So I have to decide between these two of which one's the worst. Mm -hmm. So on the one hand, you have Jane Fonda <clears throat> calling for the murder of those who are pro-life. And on the other hand, you have Lily from AT&T. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going with Jane Fonda. Okay. Why? Well, what Lily said in her uh, video there that, that you just watched, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's crazy. It's immoral. It's a lot of things. But that's just a person sitting there talking crazy. Whereas the other one, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, talking violence. Yeah, no, that's very that's a very so, good uh, dichotomy between the two. I think very good mm -hmm. discernment, you, if you will, because you apparently you're and, over the age of twenty five, so you can discern now, Pat. Um, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. I think they are very different versions of worse takes. And, and here's the reason why I put the Lily thing up there. Because what we have to realize is that, you know, these people, as they portray characters that are beloved or whatever, right? Like, everybody knows Lily from AT&T. She is, she is a whack nut. Like, she is crazy. Um, and the response to somebody telling her, hey, careful, careful what you, you know, you, you opened up here, right? Careful right. about those things. Um. As as they do that, it, it is amazing to me that this is the response. That is a total jackassery thing to do. Oh, uh, universal healthcare is the answer. Okay, well, guess what? You wouldn't debate about that. You would just assume it, and it's totally wrong. As we have seen, the cost of healthcare continue to climb within the cost of um, Obamacare. Right? Oh, but that's not truly socialized enough medicine. Oh, okay, okay. I talked to the people of the UK. Um, so you have that on the one hand. And on the other hand, you have Jane Fonda. And I don't know if you picked up on this, Pat, right? There's supposed to be a GOP Republican right wing ish conservative on this dais, right? Supposed to be. Right. Uh huh. As Jane Fonda gives that 
I'm not sure if I'm joking or if I'm serious. Look to Joey Behar. Do you see, did you see the Republican on the group, the dais, say anything? Yeah, you did. No. You did. Well, yeah, I mean, you did, but. What did, what did she do? She laughed with the rest of them as if this was just funny. No, it, she said it with contempt. I am somebody who loves dark humor, loves a good joke, loves comedy movies, loves all that sort of stuff, right? We try to be funny on the show as much as humanly possible. But here's the reality. There's nothing funny about calling for the murder of people who happen to believe in the sanctity of life from the moment of conception to the moment of your natural death. Yeah, not, nothing about that's funny. That's not funny. Yeah. that is, No. No, no, no. Because even if you're kidding, the person who just listened to you isn't, right? So if, we, if you're on the one hand going to tell us that right-wing extremism and um, the rhetoric of, you know, this politician or that politician is responsible for the extremism that we see in this country, I'm going to hold you to your own standard. I'm going to shove the same bullshit you shove down our throats right back down yours. I'm going to make sure you live your standard. That Jane Fonda getting a Nobel Prize for what? Hanoi Jane? Get out of here with that shit. I also think it, it, it the irony of, of all of this is... Um, you hear you have someone that says, you know, we're, we're never going to go back. We're never going to go back. And she's pro-death of babies and apparently pro-death pro for people that are pro-life. Um, seems pretty backwards for Absolutely. someone that's supposedly pro-choice. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then, Pat, with all that having been said, I think it is a great time for us to go ahead and move on to the B or not the B. Are you ready for that? Oh, I'm ready. All right, lay that headline on me. Today's headline, Senate to now be controlled by whichever party has fewer senators in hospital. Senate <laughs> now to be controlled by whichever party has fewer senators in hospital. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, it's Friday, folks. And we're, we're getting into the weekend. Hopefully we're getting into some fun things this week. And hopefully it's because it's starting to warm up a little bit. So hopefully, you know, People are starting to get out and do a little bit more, but you need that still need that pick me up in the mornings. And if you haven't yet, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. They don't care about your politics, guys. They, they, they really don't. doesn't matter. All they're trying to do is make a good product. They don't care what you believe. You can do whatever you want, um, but they're not going to insult you. They're just going to try to deliver a great product. That's it. Everything is freshly roasted. Everything is freshly shipped to you. That's it. And if you're not a coffee drinker like me, um, they have other alternatives there. They have tea. They also have hot chocolate, which is what I'm personally a fan of. Um, so you can check those things out too, even if you're not a coffee drinker. If you are a coffee drinker, they've got all sorts of great flavors over there. Um, yeah, I, I would I would pick one that you know that you're going to like and then maybe pick one that, hey, I would really like to try this. That That's what I would do if I were in your shoes. And uh, tell your friends about it. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code critical thinking at checkout. Uh, that's coffeebrandcoffee.com. 
promo code critical thinking at checkout and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right. So the headline, Senate to now be controlled by whichever party has fewer senators in the hospital. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. <laughs> this is really tough because it's so true what's been going on with Fetterman and, and everybody else. But I got to go with this being not the B. Uh, or excuse me, the Babylon B. Not, 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 not Babylon B. This is the Babylon B. No, but you want this to be not to be though. Like, so, <laughs> that's the thing. Wouldn't that be it, amazing? Yeah, it would be. You, you want this to be not to be, but it is the Babylon B. Oh, that's great. With aged senators increasingly absent from sessions to treat their illnesses and injuries, Congress has passed rules giving control of the Senate to whichever party has fewer people in the hospital. These people are dropping like flies, said someone said said one anonymous staffer on Capitol Hill. At this point, I think the average age of the senator is around 98 years old. Their <laughs> uh, decrepit bodies are, are finally starting to just give out. Sources confirm that over the last few years, the Capitol building has become a de facto nursing home to hundreds of elderly politicians who outstayed their welcome decades ago. Tourists in D.C. have reportedly sightings of confused, babbling geriatrics wandering the halls, nurses rushing and uh, to and fro along the corridors and the repulsive smell of full adult diapers filling the air. Um, with Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mitch McConnell both in the hospital, Republicans now have 18 infirmed geriatrics being treated, while Democrats only have 17 giving control to the Senate to the Democrats. At publishing time, control had been given back to Republicans after Senator Mitch McConnell spent a few hours under a heat lamp and fully recovered. <laughs> yeah, no. That last line was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say this. I do hope that they both get better, right? I do sure. hope that everybody is... Well, um, I hate seeing what has likely happened to John Fetterman largely because of his uh, stroke and, and some of the things that have been going on there. Um, I hope they're getting the care that they need. I, I do find it a little troublesome that this has been over a month, right? And he is in, still in the hospital um, with that clinical depression issue only mm -hmm. because – if he was truly getting better, he likely would have been out and getting outpatient treatment and some help. Right. Um, and I, I severely suggest the state of Pennsylvania take a look at um, pulling him from service. I, there's got to be a way that they can ripcord him out of there. Now, you are unfit for duty. Yeah, and and frankly, they need to. And we, I hate I hate to be the one to say it, but it's it's one of those "I told you so" situations. A hundred percent. And 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 I I don't like that that I'm that we were right on this. Uh, you know, right. I obviously, regardless of what party you belong to, you want them to go and you want them to serve and you want them to to at least do some. I don't want to see you job. suffer. Right. Right. That's right. It's just that simple. I I'm not right. I'm not that's a what sadist. I'm at. So. so yeah, and then for Mitch McConnell, I mean, health-wise, yay, 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 yay. I mean... Time to retire, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, now, question is, who, who would trip up the least amount of stairs between him and Joe Biden? 
Oh, Mitch McConnell. I, I would take Mitch McConnell. <laughs> okay. The only reason, the only reason I, I, I say that is because he does move at a turtle's pace and it goes ah, a little bit slower. Speed. Boo. <laughs> boo. Boo. With that, Pat, it's time for some cheers. Because we're going to crown a brand new Richard of the week. Okay, with that, Pat, why don't you let us know who are the four, yes, four nominees this week for Richard of the Week. Well, we've actually already mentioned a few of them. Oh, oh uh, we um, have, we, huh? We, we have. We have. Uh, one of which was in your worst take, which is uh, Lily from the AT&T commercials, for that very take, by the way. Mm-hmm. Then we have Jane Fonda. Yeah, I'm pretty sure calling for murder of somebody because yeah. they have a differing opinion on... Yeah, a yeah. political issue. Even if it's a joke, it's a really bad joke. Don't, just don't do that. Okay. Um, then, of course, we have Joseph Marionette Biden. And uh, that's because he's, uh, what, taking milk away from <clears throat> moms and infants and replacing them with, what, soy products? Soy boys. We're going to grow soy boys. No, thank you. No. And finally, we actually talked about him the other day. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN analyst for um, two things here, Pat. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this, maybe the second thing in a little bit, but um, for insinuating, saying it without saying it, that um, white people winning the NBA MVP award at any point in time in the last 20 years is because racism. Right. Okay. Anywho, uh, moving along, whom do you think wins this award? The more I think about this, the more I think the clear winner is probably Jane Fonda. Yeah, you are correct. Uh, That is who I would pick as well. Uh, Pro tip. If you wish murder upon your political opponent, because let's be real about this. This is a political as much as a cultural and religious issue. Okay. If you wish death upon them, you are just doing it wrong, and more importantly, proving that you are just part of a death cult. You're cool with death. Okay. Uh, You're cool with killing things. I'm not. Just not. Unless it is absolutely 100% me or you. You're standing in front of me, and you try to pull a gun on the streets of Chicago— uh, it's gonna be me or you, buddy. And let's let, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. All right. So with that being said, I agree with you. Jane Fonda wins for suggesting that people need to be murdered for being pro-life. The layers of irony, the layers of Schadenfreude. <laughs> Holy smokes, folks. Okay. With that, um, it is time for our best takes of the week, and I'm gonna go first. And um, this has to do with the Kendrick Perkins situation. And we've already played this audio and video this week, but it needs to be played again. There's no better take than watching J.J. Reddick look into a camera and say to Kendrick Perkins and to ESPN, his employer, F off, we're not playing this game. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show, where we create narratives 
that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you ju- not, yes, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, I did. Yes, not, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, not, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated the time. It's the facts. 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 And now Kendrick Perkins went on to double down on all of this talk. On ESPN, stating that 80% of the voters for NBA MVP are white. Here's the problem with this, Kendrick Perkins. The NBA, correct me if I'm wrong, Pat, publicly acknowledges the votes. So everybody knows whom everybody voted for, right? Number one. And number two, the NBA knows exactly, or everybody knows exactly whom votes for NBA MVP. Right. ESPN, in the next segment, after Kendrick Perkins threw that double down, down, had to come on air and correct the record and apologize because it's nowhere near 80%. In fact, it's closer to a 60-40 split. Sixty-forty the other way, Pat. Yeah. Kendrick Perkins doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Does he still have a job at ESPN, by the way, after yeah, this? Oh hell yeah, he does. Cause he fits their narrative. It's Even not though a- he's that completely stupid he's not just stupid he's a liar oh yeah so watching jj reddick and you can see kendrick perkins the wheels turning oh where's he going where's he going where oh no <laughs> in that segment jj reddick had the stones that we talked about it earlier this week that's what confrontation looks like folks was it violent no was it into your face yeah it was it was directly into Kendrick Perkins' face. It was directly into his bosses at ESPN's face. Did he back down? Nope. Did he get into a shouting match? No. No. He did he raise his voice somewhat? Yes. But he didn't get into a screaming match. Kendrick Perkins looked like a fool, like a moron. He was factually wrong. He was statistically wrong. He was dead wrong. And he is dead wrong on all of these things. I, I just, it is very clear who he believes can be or should be the NBA MVP. He's got a, a horse in the race, right? And I don't care whom that horse in the race is, but he is attempting to push that horse to the finish line, right? By doing what? running over a couple other horses and attempting to suggest to the voters of the MVP award that if you don't vote the way that I want you to, I'm going to call you a racist. The Denver Nuggets are the number one team in the Western Conference, right? And I think uh, they have the second best record in, in the really NBA. Work. 
I think they're the second best record, maybe third. I don't know for sure. I know the Bucks well, are what forty-eight or forty-nine and seventeen. They are, yeah. So they are the number one team in the in the in the Western Conference. They are forty-six and twenty. Right, and the Bucks are forty-nine and twenty-one. Right, uh, they're forty-eight and eighteen actually. Forty-eight and eighteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> I just, what are we doing here? And I love JJ Redick for doing that. The, I don't think people understand how hard that that is to take that level of a physical, moral, and ethical stance and to do it live on air. It is really hard. And I would know having to deal with that type of an ethical issue in multiple multiple situations in my past on a professional level it is not easy it takes real courage to do that and that's why it's my best take he sat there in front of his face and called out his bs that is confrontation with meekness that is meekness beating the i'm going to shout above you so i win the argument no you don't you've lost the argument people tune you out immediately if you have to shout above somebody to win it, you don't win. You can do it with calmness. You can do it with meekness. Meekness is not weakness as long as you know your power and the power of Christ and the power of belief in God that can be in, in your corner. When it, it is a just and right situation, just like J.J. Reddick did there. And has J.J. Reddick engaged in a Twitter war? No. No. He hasn't even addressed it on Twitter. Doesn't need to. He said his piece. And guess who looks like a fool and guess who doesn't? Not J.J. Reddick. Now, Pat, from the world of comedy comes your best of the week. Are you ready? Oh, yes. I'm very ready for this one. Uh, Good morning, everyone. Uh, As you know, uh, there have been some recent reports suggesting that our vaccine is not safe. Uh, This, of course, (laughs) is ridiculous if you... Look at the science, uh, you will see that uh, there are no side effects. In fact, I myself have been boosted four times. Boosted four times. This notion that vaccines can have any kind of side effect is a right-wing conspiracy bolstered by MAGA Republicans, hate groups, and probably Russia. Look, would we vaccinate 7 billion people if there were side effects? Side effects? Of course not. It's dangerous and, quite frankly, irresponsible to blame the recent uptick of people suddenly collapsing on our product. Healthy people have always suddenly fallen to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) So you can go to the Babylon Bees YouTube page to find the rest of that, because legally we are not allowed to play more than half of it. But uh, oh, my God. That is so great. Yeah, they uh, <clears throat> this, this is one of the ways, you know, that, that you can be confrontational too is through mockery. And, and this was yeah. brilliant mockery. Yep. Absolute brilliant mockery. Absolutely brilliant. Um I think on Monday, possibly on Tuesday, but for sure on Monday, Pat, I think what we're gonna be doing is we 
since we're heading towards the end of the show here. We will talk about the Biden administration in its uh, very unserious proposal uh, for the 2024 fiscal year budget. And we will definitely talk about that. I'm sure we will have our reaction to um, the field of 68 for the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm so looking forward to it. Um, even though my uh, Wisconsin Badgers are likely not going to be in it, I have a strange feeling that my Iowa State Cyclones will be. So I'm going to be excited for that. Uh, they play Kansas later on today and you know anything about college basketball, that's got to be a top 10 rivalry in all of college basketball. Um, oh, that's going to be so much fun. Uh, but um, they're, they're a very entertaining team. Um, they've twice taken down Baylor in the last two weeks. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where that happens. And it'll be interesting to see um, your Buckeyes and how far they can or can't go here in the NCAA, uh, here in the tournament. Obviously, their season will be over once that tournament ends and their run ends in the Big Ten tournament, unless it ends with them winning the Big Ten tournament. I was going to say, they, at the very least, they have to make the Big Ten championship game. It's still likely over for them anyway. Yeah, because the, the only uh, real sure way to get in is if they win at all. Yeah, yep. And by the way, where are we at here as we uh, close out the show? Uh, well, I was actually trying to look that up, and oh come on, um, give me just a second here while I <laughs> while it slowly it's... loads in front of you. Yeah, no, no problem. Matt. No. Problem. Um, where is? They're up two right now with about sixteen minutes to go Six, in okay. the gotcha. half. Yep, I got it. Thirty-six, thirty-four. I mm -hmm. you know, so that's all. That's good news. That is good news. Playing well, playing some good basketball. I honestly, they've got to win the Big Ten tournament. And then, how mad are you going to be if you're Rutgers if that happens? Because that that could be a seed. That could be Rutgers out. I don't personally think so. I think Rutgers should have already been in. Yeah, I think but, I think they've pretty well got in. Well, it, yeah, it we'll could, see it, what happens. It's going to be an absolutely yeah. fascinating field of 68 this year um, because this is about as open of a season as I have ever seen in college basketball. Um, I, I seriously don't have a clue who I would actually pick until I get to see how the, the bracket really shapes itself out. I, I really By the do. way, if, if Wisconsin is out, so should uh, that, that state from up north. They should also be out because they have a worse record than you. Yeah, they should be out of here too. Anyway, that all being said, everybody, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I stick to the facts. <laughs> Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals this weekend. Have yourselves a good weekend. And as always, Matthew 547. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.